0: Evening, everybody. Chris Telford back here, hosting the Understarters Orders podcast this Thursday, the 7th of July. And we're looking forward to what's well, already kicked off this week, the New Market July meetings. two more days to come. We've also got some other cards to look at from York and from Ascot. And I'll be in the company of the Three Stooges themselves. It's Steve. Hello, Steve. Hello, uh, mate. You all right? All right, buddy. You? Yeah, not
1: too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, looking forward to uh, tonight.
0: You have to help me get through tonight because I'm running on empty at the minute. But we're we'll getting there. I'm going to have to get into it. I've
1: been up since three, so I'm not even up bollocks.
0: Oh, you're you're better than me then. I just didn't sleep very well last night. Dak, you how are you? Hi, right, lads. Good to be back. Yeah, yes, very good to be back. Yeah. Well, Thank I did
2: join in for a couple of seconds.
0: Yeah, you did. It was a. It was a. It was a very taking. um one second not 30 seconds <laughs> yeah
2: oh yeah long long enough to say baybridge would be beaten
0: anyway yeah that's true you look like you've caught a bit of the lancashire sun there on you, you got a
2: nice time? Um,
0: well we, we've had a bit of sun the last few days so oh thought it might
2: have been from hey you saying? no no well, the, rain weather rain wasn't bad. the weather wasn't bad but i just oh, never got out the bar unfortunately
0: <laughs> so um just before we go to Andy and introduce Andy, was it a good day or is it still as shite as you said it was?
2: Um look, I I, I don't really rate the race course itself, oh. but you know, the actual track. But it was a lovely race course. spray brings lovely, Honours and Trainers bar looks well. Mm. Um oh, I had a good day. It was a free bar all day, so
0: as you can you probably tell. Andy you had a free bar all day. Yeah, he's
3: very lucky. You two better shut up complaining. Oh, I didn't sleep well. Oh, I was up early. Mm.
0: It's usually Relax, you it? I, I've, I've no complaints. I'm in flying form. Where's oh, Declan, Dec on? switched his camera off for some reason. He must be going. Must be getting rid of that tan he's put on there from oh. Lancashire. back. There hasn't been a
3: whole lot of sun <laughs> in, in, in the city in Dublin, but um, although I'm in an office, Declan can probably take calls from clients outside, sorting yeah. out the window. So, um, yeah, no, I'm as, I'm as uh, pale as it gets. Unfortunately, but.
0: Yeah. that's not Dr. going to stop Demi me
3: finding some winners this week so
0: <laughs> looking forward to it it's a very same problem deck is there he's in the background i can can't see him but he'd just be fiddling around with some things i think but never mind um we're we ready to kick things off boys anyway we're gonna start boys. with tomorrow's falmouth yeah
3: yeah no fantastic uh, yeah it's a fantastic cards are really good i like, I'd, I'd happily go through this friday card but and um, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's one of those like steve's mentioned it all week in the group chat and i agree with him it's it's one of those weeks where there's a hell of a lot of good racing and it's all just gonna fall on top of each other with double boxes and and it's not gonna get the attention it deserves like the summer mile at ascot and even the john smith's cup and and races that you're gonna have at york it's it's a it's a week where there's really really Entertaining and excellent race, and that's going to go under the radar. And it's just a, it's unfortunate, but it, it
0: is what it is, I suppose. Yeah, true. Anyway, demos put up here. All right, fellas, fancy running the country at all? Jesus Christ, have you seen the press alert pack? Which country? <laughs> oh, well, not your country, anyway. Our country—that's an absolute shambles. How much is
1: lurpak pack in Ireland? how
3: much is what? How much is what?
2: We, we you've
0: got Kerrygold, aren't you?
2: Yeah, we we actually have butter. When I was in Cardiff, <laughs> we was having that stuff. Even George wouldn't eat. Really fucking anything. <laughs> well, that's what you get for going to fucking Cardiff. I mean, was Cardiff was <laughs> oh, it was. It's bad. It's fucking bad.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, like it, it's funny because Boris Johnson. I go. It's not a politics podcast, but like he Could survived it so work. much, and all he had to do was not promote or promote a sex offender. It's literally <laughs> all he had to do is to avoid all of this is not to fucking get give oh, a sex offender a job class,
0: Yeah. 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 Everything,
3: every everything do, like and now this is probably one of the worst things he did, but Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ. Like that that is like it's
2: unbelievable. Like what are you guys doing? I well, was just that well, yeah. British tea shock until <laughs> he just kicked him out. <laughs> he, I was just going around <laughs> him, just starting to enjoy yeah.
1: him. My kids are destroyed I love him.
0: Oh my
1: really? god The hand gliding, the rugby tackling babies all that. He's god. like,
0: he's,
2: That's like how he's on. a big clown
0: Yeah <laughs> He's a bit like me as a teacher
1: I don't fuck shit anyway, what does it matter We just, yeah. we just like listening to his shit Yeah, he's
3: yeah. the, the main, main man, man. Well, like He's the main having man Ryan McCann Yeah, Have 20 quid on and, and you get fucking Vet checks and whatever you know, yeah. Whatever government's planning on doing To, to stop it unreasonable. <laughs> then Absolutely. again William heller no fucking bang sweet Caroline over the intercom every five minutes before before a race on on, on <laughs> various channels I don't know anyway yeah. it's a story for another day well, let's preview the racing
0: yeah Brian McCann's the what the fuck is Lurpak, dirty bastards um well look <laughs> is fantastic Brian you're on form mate. apparently um you've been putting them all up in the uh, comments I have seen them actually I don't say apparently I have seen them so keep them coming Brian um don't say it's spiral though in this first race you can't have that one that's ridiculous well, let's have a look at the first one we're going to cover which is the Falmouth tomorrow in the three thirty-five and New Market July course now the July meeting spiral is two to 11 best price um, and then it's 14 to one bar is it it's just a hook and job isn't it see
1: yeah, it should be. Yeah, there's it wasn't like she came back from a major injury where there's an opportunity to bounce. Um he just said oh. there was setbacks and she wasn't ready and she looked better than ever at Ascot. I suppose her only I suppose, I don't say weakness, but when she won the Phillies was probably a less impressive performance, she's still done it pretty easy. But I suppose Newmarket could be the only thing, but I don't this is it looks straightforward enough. Even trying to find a second like Sandrine was a good two year old, um, Royal Ascot winner, won at Newmarket in the July meeting. She ran well at Ascot. She was too wide and she was tied late on. Primo Baccio, Ed Walker's gone on and on and on about her. She's not had her grand for a long time until Ascot last time. She ran well, third in the uh, straight mile, whatever it's called now, the Duchess of Cambridge, is it? Um, yeah. But she still wasn't good enough. So um, I don't know a hell of a lot about cricket. Uh, about the French also, but um, Spiral should win and then they'll probably step up to a mile and a quarter next one, they like, for either the Nassau or, or if they're really brave, they might go for the international because Nashua's in Nassau, isn't it? So, yeah, no, I don't see any, any, any hiccups.
2: Yeah,
1: I won't be having
2: a no, of course. Deck, Ah, oh, yeah, look, as they said, it's not as, as if she had an injury, like you know, Katie just left her out on the field too long, for <laughs> not about her, it's it, like. Mm. It's, you're not really expecting her to bounce or anything um she's prosperous voyage who was the most likely second well covered on her you know on all her two-year-old form so oh, like in spiral just so good in, in the coronation that it, it's very hard to look beyond her and um, the french horse was a group two winner in st. Claude last day but you know, it, it's not going to be good enough um I
0: well,
2: wouldn't
0: need be bothered trying to find. It's probably going to be a prosperous voyage. But, you know, if this yeah. race is around in my backyard, i probably probably close the corner. <laughs> Andrew, uh, you finished eating the bud? Sorry,
3: yeah. I, I got in late, so I'm only having my dinner now. But um, look, Spiral's going to have days for dinner. It's not really a question. She's six to one on, which makes the two to seven anti-post look like real value. But, um, mm. I would have been really interested actually in Tenebrism if she had, had taken up the entry because I thought she got the mile really well in the Adasca. I think something was wrong at Newmarket. Um, the only way I see Inspiral getting B here is she is usually held up, and Newmarket, especially the July course as well, on quick ground, it can lend itself to front runners. So If you wanted to get in Spiral B, you'd be looking for something that could front run and is going to get the softest lead in the history of the world. And in a five-runner race on the July course, it's not beyond the realms of possibility that something can get loose in front here. But there's nothing really in the field that's that's an absolute certain front runner. So this race has the potential to get very messy. Um, But if it gets messy, I I don't know which filly it's going to... I don't know which filly it's going to really benefit the most because a lot of them tend to be held up, and if everything's a level playing field, if if everything is inconvenienced, it, you know, it, it could in a way level the playing field. But at the same time, if if everything is inconvenienced, then you're kind of back to square one, mm. and in that case, the best filly in the race is in spiral, and I was hoping something that was an absolute certain front runner would run here or even a 10 furlong filly would run here. But nothing's turned up, unfortunately. Yeah. So with that said, it's going to have to be in spiral. But, you know, if she wa- if she was to get beat, the reason she would get beat is if they absolutely crawled and it turned into a sprint. And anyone that wants to lob her in the accumulator they're putting a double with their fancy today the or the, their treble of the day or whatever... They need to bear in the back of their mind that this could turn into a sprint. And if it turns into a sprint, even if she sixes on, it's open season. We've seen it happen time and time again. So don't go taking the short odds. It's not worth it. If, you know, if in one in six times, you will get beat. So just watch a really, really smart filly. Probably the best three-year-old we have out of any and filly. Probably the best three-year-old we have. Just watch her go, do her thing. Watch her win. And yeah, enjoy her. Enjoy her for what she is. So I, I think Inspiral will win, but I think it's gonna be a doddle and I don't think she's gonna be impressive
0: as impressive as she was at, at Royal Oscar. She's under good analysis there. Uh, Inspiral all round then. Um
2: okay, anything Andy, else. No, sorry, Andy, do you not think like if, if it is, they are going to crawl. Like she, she's good mm. enough to take it up and like, they're not gonna if they yeah, if they really wanted to. Not. It's not if like
3: they really if wanted to yeah, no, absolutely. If she if they really want if she really wanted to take it up, she could grab these by the neck and win ten lengths. No problem. Sure the best. That's why she's 121 rated and, and the next mm. best is one twelve. But she's never led. She's always been held up. She was held up in the park she was held by Donnie. She was held up in the Phillies Mile. She was held up in the coronation stakes. I don't see why they'd make running with her here. And it is a it is a track that favors front runners, but she's always been held up. She's always settled off the pace. I don't see why you change that.
2: Well, um, if there's expect- no way you're gonna have to change it, but she's good enough. Like if you like a Oh yeah,
3: a hundred percent, hundred percent. But she's sixes on. If you wanted to lob her into a accumulator or if you wanted to lob her into a double, or anything, would you? With, no, be with, with that question mark,
2: early, I wouldn't.
3: <laughs> now, I, I, I think she look. She's phenomenal. She's really, really smart. I think she's the best three-year-old in Europe, personally, um, over any distance, but on what she showed at Royal Ascot and the former her for Philly's mile, everything stacks up that she is the best three-year-old in Europe. But this is going to be a different test because there's no pace on and she likes to be held up. So she's going to have to show her speed. And she has shown a tendency, or not a tendency, but she has shown she's more stamina-laden than maybe speed-laden over the mile. So if Frankie holds her up two or three lengths off, even if that's a group three or group two Philly, you're not going to pick them up. Um, we, we've seen it time and time again with pacemakers. But and, and there's not going to be a pacemaker in here, obviously. But if something gets loose on the lead, and I don't know which Philly it could be. It could be any of them. It could be any of them. But I don't think it's going to be in spiral. So they're going to have
0: to keep an eye on that. Um, but all things equal, she will win. Cheers, lads. Uh, before we move on from Friday's card, anyone want to touch on those? Other well, the two decent races at Newmarket the Duke of Cambridge and the, the cup
1: at three o'clock uh Cypher in one of them
0: yeah yeah I think Aaron, the one that of they the one that's
1: got a really good filly. Was it meditate or mediate or something
0: yeah Aiden's Philly.
1: Yeah. They, they both look very good um mm. I've got a thing though about coming here straight after I ask I wouldn't be touching them either of them the two-yard races yeah. what about Paris and Forest today yeah, workmanlike as well. um I think he was
3: only getting going.
1: Yeah, he wants a mile,
3: don't he? I, I think he. No, I wouldn't like.
1: No, say he, he wants a, a
3: mile. Like there's seven furlongs is there as well. You know, like I, I, I thought he was really commanding. Though I thought he was well on top, and
0: yeah, I don't I like think the, the race
3: big big run to big suit. Big yeah, I and I, think I, think it you tells you that he was taken out. The no, they never's do like a bit of cutting around um mm. and it did get quite quick at new market today but mm. like i i still reserve i think he's aiden's best two-year-old mm. i think he's one of the best two-year-olds in europe as well as of right now and it's only it's only july yeah, yeah that can bad. change Which no I mean, I
0: think
3: big bear yeah. i think he's very 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 smart indeed um yeah. and i think i think his class got him out of trouble in the windsor castle i don't think he's a five furlong cold
1: it i think quick, he was just
3: me? i think he was just too good and he was only getting on top of the line. I think six furlongs is only gonna is only gonna really help him. I know we're get, kind of getting off the t- mm. getting off the point here, but um, yeah. But with that Duchess of Cambridge, it's like we've lazoo showing up, and she only won the she only won the Emperor Stakes there, not even mm. two weeks ago. And we've Marge, um and that form was a little bit let down today in the maiden. The third yeah. uh, was failed to win a maiden today Ivory Madonna now she ran well but and she looked a little bit quirky uh to be brutally honest now
0: like she, she probably threw the race away hanging a little bit um the favorite Milan C looks look very nice didn't you behind dramatized uh,
3: yeah but she was beaten a long way um like for a five furlong long sprint she was beaten nearly
1: like she's beaten the best part of two lengths well should favourite um, favorites third favorite in my eyes yeah well um and she'll appreciate the hill as well she was doing all the best work like Ask.
3: i am mm. um, i i think it's hard to spit any of them e- even tagline like who you know she she was beaten by Lazoo. Um, you know she she was staying on well i i don't think the race was run to sue her that day mm. you know i i think that 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 particular race it, it's you know they're two-year-olds like they're approving they're improving all mm. the time and i I wouldn't be I wouldn't be having a bet in that race. I think that, that yeah. race could throw up a result, to be honest with you. I think you'd get a funny result there.
0: And then, obviously, in that three o'clock, there's Candleford, isn't she? And we we're talking before, her, Andy, about Candleford. What's your opinion mm. on that horse?
3: I'd thought he'd be sold. I didn't think we'd see him in the UK or Ireland again. I thought he'd be straight to Australia. Um, he's in a 50 grand handicap. He won really easily at Royal Ascot, but it's going to be hard to back that up. If you win a really competitive handicap the way he did at Royal Alaska the handicapper is going to go doubly hard on you, and he's after getting, I think, a stone. Um, and theoretically, you could argue this is a drop in class because of what he faced at Royal Ascot. But he is a stone higher. Um, yeah. I I thought they would have held him for the Ebor, or else just sold him, just got him out of there, just get get your million quid from him and just move on. Um but they're they're going to run them obviously money's not an object for the owner so um sure we'll see how he gets on but he wouldn't be he wouldn't be taking any any
0: bit of my money here to be honest with you yeah, yeah. steve just put in the group new london in the 125
1: yeah well he was he was like fours on to be changing the guard at chester and applebee was sort of t- talking really early him. me hated the track it didn't matter he wouldn't beat the winner anyway the winner was the winner's gone on to look like a good horse, hasn't he? Fourth in the derby, uh, one at Ascot in the group two. Um, but this is this returns in a handicap over a mile and a quarter off nine six. Like uh, this was four to one for the derby before that Chester vase, or was it the D stands? not had, yeah, yeah, he's three to one in a handicap. And if if he was half as good as what they thought he was before Chester, he should be absolutely eating this
0: yeah you should be pissing up. all right yeah yeah all right cheers for that lads we'll come over to Saturday now and start with that superlative stakes um which is at 3 15. it's rather I've got to feel, I just feel it's rather late for the big races this Saturday but that's not a problem which a little bit later than usual though, I think victory dance 13 to 8 is the favorite Lion of war at nine to four with Isaac Shelby at fours dark 30 at sevens and for a laugh the maiden Michael Bell and Jimmy Spencer is at 33 to 1. Um, let's come to deck first. Um, where do you fancy going here, deck?
2: Uh,
0: what would I on, Chris? We're on the super <laughs> now, it's the 3 15 on you're, Saturday.
2: You're very, very organized this week. so. I
0: yeah, know. I know. It's my fault. I've been very, very busy.
2: I it's well, end you've of year.
0: No, nah, not yet. I'm, that's what I'm getting preparing for. <laughs>
2: Fucking hell, you've only a part time job anyway. A, <laughs> what about outside yeah. the hours of 9 and 2?
0: Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, look, no, victory dance you, he just scraped home um on debut here and you know Steve could probably argue that he, he you know he did win here um and he handled the track, probably gone from through, but I'd be, be keen to take him on. Line of war, um he's two from two, uh, and, and neither of those races have worked out too well. Now he's won the two of them so you, you know you do have that argument but I do like to see some winners um coming in behind. Isaac Shelby, I thought he was impressive on debut. Uh, and I do think this step up it's only half a four long but I, I think it'll see. Uh, the fourth has won since that's where my money'd be gone, I was having a bet in this race. Um Dark Torty, he was fifth in the Chef the Chesham, but the debut form has worked out quite well. And for a laugh he was torn on debut and the second, has won since, but, you know, he was behind that horse. But, yeah, he, he always actually, for me, I think uh, he's gone from through, stepping up a little bit and tripping. He, he was impressive on debut,
0: um, and there have been winners in behind, so. Yeah, I do, I do like it when a, a Brian horse wins first time, out because yeah. it's renowned. Because
1: they don't win first time unless they're smart. Yeah,
0: but like... exactly, yeah, very much so. And these colours have been carried to victory many times, haven't they, Stephen, by some very, very, really good horses
1: yeah so robert sangster yeah
0: what's your fancy for this one then steve
1: yeah no Dex basically said what i was going to say mm-hmm. word for word really um the horses, horses 110's <laughs> on the, the johnson also he could I'm, no one said about johnson at this meeting yet it fucking winds me up every year people talk about johnson in july and uh, he normally has six horses in every race and when he wins a cup we say oh well it's mark johnson this july <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, Isaac Shelby. Um, there was money for him on debut as well. And me and he, he over exaggerates the fact that he says his horses will come on 25 30 percent for their debut. So, um, in a race which they're all pretty much they look closely matched around what they've done on debut and second run. But seven to two, I'd rather back Isaac Shelby than any of the others. 100%. which is not like right i was impressed by his debut anyway and i think he'll improve
0: yeah it was,
1: good to, it was good to soft though and debbie that's the only thing i was going to mention that good to soft is going to be going to good to firm here but mm. a night of thunder he won the guineas on firm didn't he so it shouldn't really
0: be a problem shouldn't be a problem at all andy you got thoughts on the <laughs> i
3: like looking at the midweek entries i thought there's going to be a lot of a much better race and them it's turned out to be like it's only five runners it is a little bit disappointing but i think you've five smart horses here um line of war who's obviously from the first and only crop of roaring lion um winning a novice race even if it's at newcastle like 10 lengths under a penalty is really impressive um he got an rpr of 95 for that which it kind of like for what it in comparison, it's what it equates to is what Alfred Munnings did on debut. Mm. Or what even last year Bayside Boy did on debut. Um and I know Alfred Munnings hasn't really lived up to the to the billing, but what what that run with a penalty kind of equates to is your borderline group class. Now, if I'd want to take fifteen to eight in a group two about that is another thing. I don't think I really would. Um Isaac Shelby he had a high enough knee action when he did win at Newbury so I wouldn't be a million percent sure he's going to want ground this quick but obviously Knight Hunder, as Steve did allude to he did win the guineas on, on relatively quick ground so mm. um that is worth noting for a laugh is in here probably because the race cut up Um, he was withdrawn on soft ground last time out I think he was favourite at Haydock when he did come out at the time um, and and To be honest, he actually ran a fairly eye-catching race at Sandown, but it is a whole different kettle of fish here. You're into Group 2 company. You're on to go to ground for the first time. Um, He is probably going to find life a bit tough. Dark 30 has a rating of 89 after two runs, um, which you think wouldn't be good enough. Um,
0: I've,
3: I've already said in the podcast a few weeks ago, I don't think the Windsor Castle was the best of races. He was fifth in that and well beaten. So I think that form is going to be a little way off of what is required here. Um, like, and that that kind of by process of elimination is Victory Dance, who is by bowie out of Green Street, uh, or sorry, dane Street, not Green Street, um, and she or he is a half sister to Skitter Scattered, and uh, my glare winner for Fuzzy Stack, and um, by Scott Daddy. Yeah, um, and he was sent off at odds on. He was backed as if defeat was out of question, um, on his debut, he. he- he ran green he did what was needed to do i would imagine that there's going to be a hell of a lot more to come especially with um the family that he comes from and how good they were as two-year-olds and he's by a Prue and stallion that gets three four five six-year-olds so um i can only imagine there's going to be a hell of a lot more to come the drugs are yeah. kicking in as well that's <laughs> yeah you think i uh, i to be honest i think victory dance i i i i I think he's the potential to improve the most even though he won last time out they knew what they had last time out he's related to a two-year-old group one winner
0: Um, i think he's gonna be hard to be here cheers thanks very much boys what would you t- make of uh, that vict- you think victory dance last time andy when you were saying that then was he going away with bresson i thought they were pulling away from the other the yeah few well behind.
3: like yeah like there, there was a bit of a way back to the third Um i i, I think bresson was a smart
0: horse Um the one in third uh, was look, a rich use horse I think was, yeah they... they
3: all they all they're all kind of clueless to be honest I, if if I remember correctly I, I don't think it was you know it, they're, they're two-year-olds you know they're entitled to be um only learning on the job Um, look he, he's it's the same course and distance as well which is always going to help um yeah. a, a repetitive nature for for a horse this young and, and only yeah. learning on the job is always going to help um he ran to a fairly decent level or of 87 like, I don't know if you'd want to be taking six to four about a horse that, that posted no. that mark uh, in a group two, but it's only five runners. The race is cut up. So you do have to take that into consideration. But, you know, who he's related to, being who he's by, trainer's record in the race, the likelihood of him progressing from first run to second run. He, like, even though he's only ran to an RPR of 87, he does tick a lot of boxes.
0: And, and yeah. that is probably enough for me. Cheers, buddy. May as well put Brian's nap up while he's putting up the Royal Acclaim nap. Four forty Yorkshire. Fill your york. Saturday. Fill your boots. Well, Brian, he's been doing well on the podcast in the comments. So, I, and, he's, and he's
2: confident another Royal is his next best. What's the fucking story with all the Royals?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! It's that York.
2: Where are you from, Brian?
0: <laughs> yeah, get yeah, get that written in. Royal patronage. God, that brings back memories. Bad oh yeah chris where
3: did he finish in the Derby
0: actually oh behind behind you never up. you
3: never you never um accepted your forfeit there my, my horse he, he was fucking on rollers <laughs> yeah.
2: you know, yeah,
3: yeah. he, he he was fucking looking like <laughs> one of us walking after 10 points on from the
1: pubs
3: <laughs> right
0: next race we're coming on to is the bunbury cup it's a, it's what a what massive
2: fucking order Do we have going on here. It's favourite race. Uh, we're going in the right order, long, you we're
0: going in the right order. Um, Declan's favourite race will come to him last as soon as he, he loves this race. Um, It's a seven furlong. <laughs> it's,
2: yeah. oh, don't wait. it's a seven furlong group race, is Yeah. <laughs> the same Jesus. comes running in them every time. What did I say it was like before? Going into a nightclub and seeing your uncle in there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, the, three-year-olds <laughs> the three-year-olds in here are going to... The three-year-olds in here are going to be getting a bit of weight from the well, obviously the elders. Um, we'll just go through a little bit at the top of the in the Mod Taseeb for William Haggis and Kieran Fallon are at the top of the market five to one, six to one for Sam Baru, uh, for John and Gosden with Kieran O'Neill on board. Eve Johnson, who's been having a really good time of things, currently is eight to one with Jumbe and Vafortino, who's an Ascot kind of specialist, you would think at uh, ten to one. Ross Collins at twelve, Star Ryan at twelve. It's fourteen to one away from those. Uh, we'll come to Andy first on this one then. Bumbry Cup, your favourite.
3: I'm gonna keep this short and sweet because I actually tipped this horse on Twitter for the World Game, and he ran really, really well. And I thought the draw was going to beat him, but suddenly Ascot decided to click and sales three times, and the high numbers were favourite. Uh Rohan won the race was the him Uh the third place horse was Jumby. Um and it looked like he was coming with a, a wet sail to win the race, but I just don't think he was quick enough. Um and, and look, I think this is a horse that's I think this is a group horse. I I think he I think he'd win a listed race or a group three. Um and he retains plenty of potential off his mark. He was only beaten the length in the quarter by Rohan, who had group form in the book. Uh, you don't even have to go that far back. I think that was a really, really solid run. And um, even his run against Doubler bubble at the start of the season was quite you know, was quite significant. And albeit not at the July course, he's winning form at Newmarket. Um I I just think that, that was a really good run at Newmarket. Or sorry, at Oscar. And I think he's gonna translate this form over. Um seems to throw it away at the start though,
0: Jumbi, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't 30. know.
3: I, I I don't know. I think there's going to be enough pace on here. I, I'm not 100% sure that. I think that's a bit unfair on the horse. I don't think his start cost him last time out. Mm. I think he had absolutely every chance. I think it was just more than six furlongs not being enough, not being sufficient enough. Then, you know, I think this is a a, a classic seven furlong horse. I think this horse would win group races over seven furlongs. And, and this is his kind of chance to show that. Like, if he can win the Bunbury Cup off 105, yeah.
0: that's pretty much what he is. What um, was around about this time, last last year when he won the he won a, a handicap here on the on the July course?
3: He won over six furlongs. He won a, a I think he won a premier handicap, a three year old premier handicap. I'm yeah. not sure if it was this course or the other course. Yeah. I, 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 I can't remember. Well, he ran in this last head. year as
0: a three year old, didn't he He's run plenty he, of times. Mark, his form's good there. And, yeah, no, he's he's, he's really solid. Yeah.
3: yeah, he's really solid. I, I'm not 100 sure he ran in the Bunbury Cup. Um, He's ran over seven furlongs at Newmarket before. I don't think it was the Bunbury Cup, though. No, it wasn't, no. Um I even think he might have won over seven furlongs at Newmarket, but... No, it
0: wasn't um, cool.
3: It's look, He's a smart gold. Um, I think he's loads and loads of ability, and the Bunbury Cup, as you know, it takes a good horse to win it, but usually the most... It, it, a lot of the horses that turn up in it for the time of year... I don't know what it is. I don't know if they're waiting for the golden mile at Goodwood. Like, the top three-year-olds might be waiting for the golden mile at Goodwood, um, which is worth a hell of a lot more money. Um, But the Bunbury Cup can sometimes just play into the favour of those kind of late bloomers. And I'm not saying Jumbie's late bloomer because he's shown plenty in his career to date. He's been on the go since a two-year-old. He's won a hell of a lot of nice races. Um, he hasn't done a hell of a lot wrong. And... You know we do have Sunbury in here who who is the who is going to be favourite. He's got his cheek pieces on. Uh, he lost his unbeaten record at Ascot um, in the in a Group Three, so he's he- he's heading back to Handicap Company, and that's usually the type of stuff I love. But when you're beating kind of more than two lengths in a in in a Group race, and he can put up eight pounds like that does kind of give me reservations that that was the kind of reason i put i was put off him i love horses dropping from group company into handicaps but not when they're dropping from group company into a handicap after being raised you know four five six seven eight pounds and they're not even Ooh. placed in the group race like that's just fucking baffling to me so yeah. it is going to be jumbie for me i think he's got a really really good chance um as i said i backed him for the welcome he didn't do anything wrong in that
0: race i just don't think he was quick enough for the six furlongs and i think he's going to take a hell of a lot of beating here cheers and am very confident though. he's got ice cold Christoph on board so fingers crossed yeah. uh, and um good shout um steve where are you going for this one
1: yeah it's trappy and it could pick five or six of these and probably not have the winner but um back
2: from ali to there, Christoph. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't pack H5, not, not yeah, in these passes. you talking
2: back odds on you at H5 and everything you did. They're an absolute fiend, yeah. Because Christoph Sonjambi, the France, is completely gone, isn't it? Um,
1: I wouldn't be backing him at 7-1. Um, and
0: destroy kitchen sink, could <laughs> it? <laughs> uh,
1: good point about Samburu as well. He, he's only carrying Einstein, 5-3-year-old. to um, I watched that back earlier, the Jersey Stakes. He went really hard out in front and he wanted to go toe-to-toe with noble truth quite a long way out um he obviously lacked the quality to actually beat that one and he just got picked off late by um the third and rocky gianni in the last sort of half last 10 strides sort of thing and he wasn't hard on him even i'm not sure if frankie roadman that day but he wasn't hard on him once the chance had gone but um i'll finish new mark i just if he went that hard again he'd probably get swallowed up late but I'm just trying to look for a bit of value. The um, Hunt Cup is where I went to first. Montesibbs is two favourite. He was fifth in the race. I didn't see any excuses of why he should be any shorter than, say, Ross Collin or Raby Guest. But obviously the the Haggis factor is uh, well and truly blowing everything out of water, isn't it? But I think 9.2 yeah. is a bit too short. Ross Collin, I really like Ross Collin's chance. I watched a furlong and a half out in the Hunt Cup. He was stone last and he burst through and he just got beat by him in the park who was obviously on the far yeah, side and yeah. a little bit of an advantage <laughs> on that side because the draw was favoring him that part of the week but what mm. worried me about ross Cullen in this race was if, if he was held up stone last again you're just not going to get into the race you just don't come back from there at new he's
0: a horse that takes a lot of racing ross Collins. he
1: yeah. is but on close respect when you go back to the group two at sand um on Whitbread weekend the race at lights on beat uh Sabeck and Alcohol Free, Ross Colin actually led in that race and coming well into the last half of final, he was still in front and it took a lot for him to get past him. Yeah. So he, I don't think it's essential that he's held up. <laughs> I hope he gets the same he doesn't win enough handicaps, but he always seems to be there, and yeah, there. Thanks, He's sir. a twenty to one shot. He's
0: yeah. so, yeah. interesting. Is Andy yeah, having, having a barney?
2: Yeah, you Andy it. Yeah Andy's
0: having a barney. <laughs> See you Andy <laughs> Just muted. Yeah,
1: he probably had that ropey guest yeah no he's another one brian's made a lot of time in these races um doesn't win enough but still a five-year-old you know he's got five pound claimer as well he's carrying angst stone three um i do like ross collin and ropey guest of the others um starver Ryan, a lot of people say that was unlucky in the hunt cup i know one of the lads in our group Robbie he was he was tipping this up at 50 to one a few weeks ago so uh, Wish him good luck with that I'll, i'm not on so and i've obviously missed the valley so i won't be touching it accidental agent previous queen anne winner back to form this year but 10 stone in a race like this um would be yeah. too much for me bless him another one been running group races uh jamie would be trying to hold him up um titan rock was one i looked at as well he ran at haydock on Saturday and Saturday. in the ground was too soft John Quinn's always said this also needs fast ground and he traveled quite well for an also that didn't act in the ground last Saturday. I think twenty-two to one's a good price about him with kind Connor of Beasley up on board. But um I'm gonna stick with the hunt cup form, Chris. I'm gonna put two up. Um
0: uh-huh. I'm gonna have, have Ross Collin and Ropy guest. Hey. It's all right to have two. It's all right Not to have two. two. Do you wanna
2: have any more?
1: Tight, tight, rock as well. I have three, fuck it.
0: Three, well, yeah, have,
1: go go on,
2: it. Come on, have seven.
0: Steve, <laughs> go on, Steve. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> I'll, I'll unmute Andy now because he's gonna say, it, but... Yeah, no,
2: right, Pete Justin. I Rusk was muted anyway. You never muted Justin, Andy. We heard you having we a... didn't. We heard everything, Andy.
0: On the... We oh, heard dude, you, peeing. we heard you having a pee. There you so far, <laughs> Deck, we're coming to your... Are you sure next? Come on, round us off with one of your favourite races of the year.
2: Yeah, I fully agree with Andy on Jumby. Um, i good to see you see on getting the ride. Uh, he's won over seven off 104 and his three runs since then have been over six longs. He, he's back down to 106 now, so he's only two pounds of butter. Uh, he was staying on the last day as well. He's actually one pound better off with the attorney than when he beat him last year, so he won't be last. So yeah. you know he's only one home, and um, now I, I think he's got a really really good chance. The the other two I I'd, I'd give a chance to. Um, Steve mentioned Rob. guest. he was second Alaska off ninety two. He's in off ninety three here. The farm is far between. You know ninety two and ninety four is quite consistent. I think he looks a tad overpriced, and Lord Rapscallion... He was beating a neck here off like one pound lower the last day, and you know he would have an outside chance as well. But I'd be keen enough on on Jumbie, and um,
0: you know, and he's he's one of the best jockeys in the world on board as well. Thank you very much, boys. Squad selection for that. Um Steve's going to give us his two first. What was your two, Steve? Rocky Guest and Ross Collin. Ross Collin. And yours was Jumbie, <laughs> and Dick yeah John B for me beautiful right next race is the the big race of the weekend it's the July cup and it's the six fill on sprint on the July course and here he is ice cold Sumion is on the favorite here in perfect power we've got to get the right caption up dear me come on Chris uh yeah perfect power five to two Artorias uh, who's unlucky at Ascot at 4-1, to one, and Creative Forces 6s, Naval Crown 13-2. Flaming Rib, who's been doing, you know, really improved, I thought, this year, Flaming Rib. He deserves his chance in this 10-1. Um, to one. Romantic proposal for Ed Lynham coming over from uh, Ireland, along with Cadamosto as well, and Twilight Jet. Um, want to talk about the Irish ones first, then, deck? Yeah, well,
2: look, I, I put romantic proposal up, anti-post for um, the, the Jubilee. Um, I've always thought she was a proper six four long horse, and she's well capable of five four longs. It seems there's, there's a bit of money coming for her, and I think Andy really likes her as well. I, I I'm much happier seeing her over the six four longs, and um, I think she's won. She's won good races. She's well able to compete at five four longs, um, and she's definitely the value here. She's still the value. A uh, perfect power, obviously, he's won the the Commonwealth Cup like. Like a good horse and he'll you know, he'll stay this well. He gets further, doesn't quite get the mile, but gets seven really, really well. Artorius, the Aussie Raider, he was touring the the Jubilee. Um he, he, he stayed on quite well, but I don't really know enough about him. Um there's very little to, to split Creative Force and Naval Crown. Um obviously Naval Crown won the Jubilee. I've always thought Creative Force was a 7 4 on horse. Um, he did win a 6 4 on Group 1 in October, but like you know my thoughts on that meeting. Um, and if he was to win one in 6 4 on Group 1 in his career, I'm not surprised it was at uh, the Mud Festival in October. Flaming Rib, like, he's quite consistent. He did chase home perfect power uh, in the Commonwealth, but could you really see him overturn I don't know. Happy Romance, uh, you know, she's only four, she's probably just below top level at the moment, like slightly below top level, but we'll need an awful lot of luck, but I do think she's going to improve, she's one to keep an eye on um, going forward, she, I, I really, really like her, but I couldn't see her beating Romantic Proposal, Twilight Jet, maybe Andy will talk a bit about Twilight Jet, but... Like he was very, very good on ace, then he was disappointed in Alaska. He's a little bit inconsistent. It looked like the penny dropped that new market towards the end of the last season, but you know, that was that was disappointing now. Um Alaska. Alcohol free would be hard to trust. She a very tough um three-year-old career. They did there to go where not many would have stepped her up to 10-4 lines, particularly, you know. We didn't think she'd get the mile. Um Look, I gave double our bubble a chance in, in the Jubilee, so you know she didn't run too badly. Um you know, if you like a big outside bet, that could be worth a bit of each way money. Calamosto, I thought it was a big run in the Commonwealth Cup. I was very keen on him after his run in at Royal Ascot last year. It's actually probably his fourth decent run. Since uh since Royal Ascot last year, so I don't really know him yet. Uh, I wouldn't be prepared to trust him here. I expected more from him Um, after his run at Royal Ascot last year, I think when he came up the wrong side and he finished quite well. Uh, Emirata Anna, he struggled for form really since. Did he win the race at Haydock?
0: Yeah, um, spring
2: cup. Yeah, yeah, won the spring yeah, cup. Yeah, really struggled for form since then, but been disappointing. Um Black Rod is stepping out of handicap company and the Japanese raid I don't know. If any of you want to pretend you know what, he's like, go ahead. King of deliveries, No fucking clue. Um I I I think perfect power is gonna be quite hard to beat, but you know, I was happy enough to put up a romantic proposal for um antipositive jubilee um at Ascot. So you know I, I'd have to be siding her again especially when she's a decent prize I think she's she's a really really good um yeah. six four line group one
0: Philly or oh, mayor she's a mayor actually cheers deck nice 16 to one the romantic proposal um that form of that last race di- you, you can't knock it really you can't knock it she's definitely gonna suit this race for romantic proposal so fingers crossed there for you deck uh Andy you also like romantic proposal
3: yeah, um, look, I'm gonna put you all on the spot.
0: Mm.
3: No, uh, and even you, Chris, you're not allowed to go with this. I'm tired. <laughs> Every no, no. I'm gonna, you're <laughs> not allowed, really you're allowed to have,
2: you have today,
0: <laughs> you, you, you're going five I'm seconds. <laughs> right, okay,
3: <laughs> right. I'll, I'll start with you, deck. Who's the best sprinter in Europe? And you, look, you can say if you want to say if you want to say I don't know. You're more than you're more. Look, I, I'll give you. Yeah. An you are, want to say I don't know? Oh, go is, ahead. Who's the, the best friend in Europe? Europe.
2: Um, Lago. now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. look, I, I um, I don't know. I I, I I'm a, if Munista was running here now, I would be. Swearing. I think she wants this six four long at the moment. You know, you either get five or six. There's very few of them that get both. Mm. Um.
3: I say, I say, sorry, Dak. I say a comment there. What conditions? The conditions of this race. I'm going to say, go to firm for this particular experiment. Over six furlongs, like, yeah.
2: Lungs, yeah. I, I, would be, I would be. If Munista was in here, I would be siding with Munista. I thought she should have stepped up for to six. Right. Um, to Ascot, and I. She didn't run too badly in the King's Stand. But can you say, I, can you say without a doubt, she is the best sprinter?
1: Perfect power, I think she's no, the no best. Wait,
2: it's very, it's very difficult with sprinters because there's you don't need very much to go wrong to be beaten. You of know, course, yeah. you only need to, to break slightly slow. You only need mm. to not get that gap not to open. You know, it's not, not like right time, yeah. it's not like when Westover hadn't got the gears to go through the gap in the Derby when he had seconds. You you need to when you're sprinting, it has to happen. It has, has to, to be there. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. You have to have no hard luck story. So mm. it's very very difficult um so look i don't know perfect power yeah to i i think he stays really really well but mm. he might be vulnerable to a proper six four long
3: yeah part. no that's that's what i was thinking myself um and Steve, you said perfect power i did well come on common uh, yeah there's, 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 no right, there's no right there's no right wrong answer it's just no, I, video, like, I agree
0: with Steve. i'd give a bold mention to one that you've mentioned before on the express
2: Borderless Scott, I love that, they a common Borderless Scott Yeah, I, I just yeah, think yeah, named after it, was but Perfect mm. Power Nearly got the mile And unfortunately You might end up a 7-4 long horse Probably But, you know, if you have A horse you can compete over 5-4 longs. But their optimum is 6 yeah. Like a romantic proposal Like a Munista You know you're you're going to be vulnerable then when they have to the turn a foot. But everything has to happen for you in these races. They're yeah, they're how difficult. And that, that
3: that's the way I'm I'm kind of seeing this race. Like Artoris Arturius, like he ran well in the in the platinum jubilee, but it looked like he wanted further than six. Creative force hit the line well, but was chinned out by Naval Crown, who almost certainly wants more than six. Alcohol free declared here, but cheese won group ones over a mile. Um, hasn't won over six since I'm pretty sure two-year-old is. Albeit that was a group one, but when you win a group one as a two-year-old over six, it, it can often lend itself to them wanting a mile when they're older, um, which, which is what alcohol pre, or alcohol-free um, proved later in their career. Uh, Twilight Jet, uh, he had mucus or he wasn't well at Ascot. Um, but... You know you're you're still taking very you're 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 very much taking a chance there i really fancy romantic proposal i i she's probably my bet of the week and maybe but she's one she's either that or a horse that i i napped last week as a non runner that's running that i'll um that i'll share at the end of the at the end of the podcast but like romantic proposal hasn't done a hell of a lot wrong like she's She's won listed races. She won a group one last year at uh, the Flying Five, beating the KCU. That form has uh, boosted. Um, She's always been doing her best work really, really late, over five furlongs. Um, Her record fresh was relatively poor until this season. Um, And when, when I mean fresh, I mean, like, you know, first run of the season, like, we're talking five, six months plus. Um like she does go well after like a, a month or a two of a break. But when I talk about fresh, I mean like, you know, literally your first run, five, six months. And um, I, I I genuinely think that this step up to six furlongs is going to unlock a hell of a lot more improvement in her, even though she's a six-year-old. What I was trying to prove when I asked you who was the best sprinter in Europe, I was expecting you guys to give different answers <laughs> to an extent you did. Um, yeah. In my opinion, we don't know who the best sprinter in Europe is. You could probably run a five for a long sprint or a six for a long sprint nine or ten times, and you probably get five, six, seven different results. Um, and if that's the case, I think you should be looking down the field in a group one sprint because we don't know who's going to win a group one sprint. Like we even seen it, like we, we saw an Aussie horse win the king stand, but in behind we saw Moonista. we saw fucking 150 to one shot, Aclam Express finished third. We, yeah. you know, <laughs> we we didn't have a yeah, conclusive.
2: No, I don't think we have, like, when you had Sol Power and he was the fastest horse in the world. Literally, yeah. You know, he was, over five longs. he was just the fastest horse in the world. And at, mm-hmm. at the time they had same power. He was arguably the best six long. It's, like, you don't have a really, really like, a batash, a standout. No, you know, no yeah. they're just faster than everything else. Yeah, and um, they're all gonna need it's not that all, all are they gonna need luck or not to be unlucky.
3: Yeah, yeah, you know? like, there's not a lot between these. I think you could run this July Cup four, five, six, seven different times, and you'd probably get four, five, six, seven different results. And um, but I think what we saw with Romantic proposal winning the group one flying five and the way she hits the line and her experience. And the fact that she won off a long break, which she hasn't done in her whole career until this season, I, I just I think she's an improving mare, even at the age of six. And and Dex said this a lot of times in the podcast. Sprinters, we sometimes we don't see the best of sprinters till they're six, seven years old. And I think this mare epitomizes that. And I think she has the most upside in this whole field. Maybe outside of Perfect Power, but he's a two to one shot. He's the favorite. Mm. So I'm happy to take him on. I'm not saying he's no chance, but I think he's priced accordingly. I'm looking for the value. And if you're getting 12 to 1 on a romantic proposal, I think it's personally a no-brainer.
0: It's a real shame that we don't see obviously the horse retired because of an old ankle injury. But Dream of Dreams would be one if yeah uh,
1: it, well, like, he was goals, wasn't he? Well, he up yeah, last year, didn't he? But he was kind of um what did he finish on? What like he was in?
3: on, uh, he was about one hundred and fifteen, hundred and sixteen. I, I think maybe he's a bit higher. But like, I sure. kind of that like, if you beat Dream of Dreams, you were a proper group one horse. If you were beaten by him, uh, you were beaten by ten. a good horse. You know, like it's, you know, mm. I I don't think he was. Yeah, to be honest, if he was in this race, he'd probably be near enough favor. Um, and yeah. but like you know, like, they he was beatable. You know. Yeah.
0: True. Steve, we think we've saved you for this last. Yeah, no, it's
1: been a good listen. Um, I think if this was any other track in the country, well, maybe except for Goodwood, because Goodwood was where this all cocked up last year. Well, Paul Hannigan lost a ride because of his ride on it at Goodwood. was um, a terrible if, ride, in fairness. If Perfect Power was on any other track, Ascot, uh, Newbury, York, sort of Haydock, any of the straight tracks where it's open plan, you just expect him to sit in behind and... And pick these off late. The, the problem with here is, like if you think he was cool last week on Verdini, this is going to be like even more of a of a test of his skill. If you go back to last year's middle part, this also was banged on. Obviously, in the middle part last year, he was on the on the other track, so they went up the near side rail, Um and he was pending on he was pending on the rail, and he had to come around the whole field. Um, and there some proper speed much in that race. And he ended up getting up quite late, Um but tomorrow. Like, if they concertista over to the stand side, um, he might have to come up the middle, which is not a fucking easy thing to do there. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to be, like, piling into a 9-4 shot, I've got no doubt if this was Newbury or Ascot, he'd win again. But, um, sort of going away from what should happen to what you think is going to happen, which is probably the dangerous thing instead of sort of looking at the obvious. But he could have real major traffic problems in this race, is what and Son would be with perfect power. But... uh Artorias, I don't think he was as unlucky as people made out at Ascot. Um, he's going to have the same problems here, where he's going to be possibly flying home late. Yeah, probably not going to be fast enough
2: again.
1: Exactly, yeah. It uh, sort of reminds me of a bit of Star Spangled yeah. Banner, who did win the actual big one at Ascot, but he, he got faster as he got older but, um, when Aiden took him from Australia. But creative force. Go. Creative force's best run was on soft at Ascot last back end. Um... Him and Cra him and Naval Crown, that was a the golden jubilee was a carbon copy of last year's jersey stakes where Naval Crown went off really quick and just got caught late. And um that's what I said to the lads after last week when he went at Ascot when he went up 30 his, And when he's, you think of it now, it's quite obvious that a drop back to six and the way he travelled in that race last year was probably the right thing to do. He's only tried it once uh before that. If you think back to the two thousand guineas last year. He had them all on the hop over seven. They was three or four off him. Poetic Flair was the only horse that was traveling as well as him, like coming out of the dip. And he still ended up finishing fourth. So, like, his stamina is stamina's quite solid for an horse. It probably just doesn't quite get the mile. But, um, if James Doyle gets he missed a break in made arm when he did get beat over his only race over six, so I'm sort of forgiving him that. But his race at Ascot last time, he got out, uh, he got the rail. Um, and they couldn't get to him. I'm just running with a James Dorf. He breaks. Well, He'll, he's going to back that rail and sort of really start grinding this up early and try and try and grind it. his uses, uses extra stamina. Um, I think seven to one for me would be the bet. I actually think perfect powers will probably win with luck, but just I'd rather back a seven to one shot.
0: Can I just discuss a horse with you lads then? Nobody's really discussed flaming rib who has ultimately shown some fantastic form you know she's been second behind el cabello at Haydock. the best of the three-year-olds with there uh, well majority of them and then she's pushed perfect power all the way in at ascot and she's 10 to 1 and she was staying on that day
1: she gets beat a lot like that, doesn't she
0: yeah, mm. hard yeah. Hard,
1: it? he's had a sex change as well yeah
0: Oh my god! <laughs> I am there for doing this.
2: In I mean, it all fairness, the
0: the great can
2: identify as whatever he wants, RPG, yeah. whatever. It's just a horse. If he
3: can yeah. identify as a filly and get in our fucking eight, stone eleven, like, I, yeah. Yeah, I don't think. Um,
0: this is how tired much, I am. I, I
2: don't yeah. think. So, um, where, 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 the last time we talked about perfect power, it was Gallenim a filly. <laughs>
0: I, I was uh, sure. he
2: has the the fine with and perfect power I, I just think if 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 there's no hard luck stories for perfect power it's going to be hard to beat. I, I don't see why Flaming Ray would you know mm. would, would turn the farm room um, yeah, if, if there's no hard luck stories but there's going to be hard luck stories because that's what flat racing is about that's why it's shy. that's why we love the jumps <laughs> like we you get a bad draw it's you know you're fucking you're your hard luck story starts on a Thursday. Ah, oh, fucking yeah. bad draw. There's me money yeah. done. Then you're... Drawn. Yeah. The <laughs> Drawn 18 you're over a
0: the mile. Then
2: you're on the wrong side. <laughs> then they fucking watered Like, how yeah. the... This is why we <laughs> love the jumps. True. That's why we're geared up. That's why we're moving swiftly on to the Midland yeah. National at Kilbegum tomorrow. <laughs> Yay! Fucking <laughs> hell. We'll have a selection
0: <laughs> from you, Deck for that one, surely, at the end, Yeah i actually don't Brian, she said oh no um yeah. so we're going to be celebrating at the two point he won't be he'd it'd be,
1: it'd be near a last fucking. yeah
3: he'd be giving <laughs> the thing <laughs> a backhand <laughs> to a tail yeah.
1: he might be giving it a bit giving it the bigger at the end but i don't know if you remember dream ahead won this uh came back a long time hayley turner r- will run it um she was a, she wasn't it was a class animal sort of a guineas also dropped back she cut it come through without being touched but one by half a length being eased up but it was absolutely mm. miles back coming
3: well, on cut everything off now when he crosses the line, getting rid of a 10 day ban. Yeah, that killed Kun
2: to do what
3: he wants. Yeah. He's dead right. Yeah, absolutely. I would have cut everyone off after the ride I gave Vidani. I'd been fucking. I'd I have
2: cut them off before long. out, not <laughs> yeah. <a furlong> out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You it get like Yeah. you're
3: winning the eclipse and you get a 10 day ban and you get paid whatever money you get for the ride. Well, because if they can have me, i would probably yeah, awesome.
2: yeah. getting
3: a couple of million a year off the Aga Khan yeah. as well. And all you have to do is just.
1: Murder <laughs> your your companions. David Egan yeah. was a bit felt a bit sort of not worthy of being in that field. Like he didn't. Show oh, I really. oh, don't believe That's it. That
2: That For a poor dad, dad. Yeah.
3: Poor yeah.
2: Fella, if you sat on a horse and fucking collapse, and there you are saying he's not worthy to ride the race. Whatever the fucking animal rights people have. I think we see an article on the Whitbread with
1: David Egan on it. You are. You said Arkle won the Whitbread with 18 stone, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice.
0: All right, go over selections then for the July Cup, boys. I'm going Flaming Rib each way. Um, Deck. Oh, Catching flies, there, Deck. Were you? Yeah, he
2: was actually. Yeah. Have, have the keep, door over It's it's fucking yeah. rousing
0: out here. <laughs> um, romantic proposal. Romantic proposal, Deck. Uh, uh,
2: Naval Crown, back the rail,
1: lead all the way. me on, fine finish. Not going to
3: get there. And, uh, and uh, it's nearly the nap, but it's the next best, unfortunately. Romantic proposal. I i genuinely think she's going to take a hell of a lot of beating. And I think the only horse that has the ability to beat her in this field is Perfect Power with the weight allowance
2: it is a good forecast.
0: Very bold, chance. Mm. Right. Thanks very much, guys. Let's move on to coming to Ascot now for the Fred Cowley. MBE memorial summer sax and you get googling who Fred Cowley is, <laughs> is that... yeah well i've already googled google, oh, exactly. the so thing uh, oh,
3: you can't google to save your life find things. no idea he's an mbe no don't like the fucking brits love an mbe
0: i wish that fred cowley's a man and it's not a woman and i've been pronouncing him wrong as usual Fred cowley
3: victory you must have you are literate We'll go to Steve anyway first because that
0: Steve's favorite funeral home <laughs> of Fred and Kelly. for Freddie
2: County. I don't know the, the church collection, the collection the church and the <laughs> I know,
0: for writing that. the church gazette. That's what it is. There's right? a, there's yeah, a yeah, Fred yeah. County who
3: absolutely loves organizing a funeral. That's the first thing that comes up on Google.
0: Well, there you go. We'll come, come to Steve first on this. Come
3: Maybe. Oh no, when I put in Fred Cody without a bit the horse racing pictures come up so.
0: Exactly. Maybe he
3: maybe doesn't like maybe doesn't like funerals. And oh,
1: he's fun in curry, won't Go <laughs> <laughs> he? Gone.
2: He's
1: eating recording.
0: He's in curry, I thought.
2: He's
0: in curry. Probably does love a curry too if he's in curry. <laughs> Steve, starts us off on this Fred Cowley while Andy continues uh, to Google the chindits, obviously, in this race. A big favorite of yours,
1: yeah. Chindit still, um, still,
0: still, a a still, still, still a carrying, <laughs> carrying that heavy sack of Steve's uh, wasted money. Still,
3: I like, I'm sorry, stick, could I obviously how the fuck is this thing on still on a mile. <laughs>
0: like, I, everybody, everybody in this knows. dog knows He's
3: this show, right. knows. <laughs> <laughs> this poor thing. I say this. The, the, this thing's probably learning English to tell Richard he needs time for how at this. Stage, like. <laughs>
1: it's just malpractice,
2: isn't it? It's like a it's said, maybe they're just getting a handicap.
1: <laughs> well, he fucked his handicap by running further by Eid. He didn't really. He probably I mean, did it I mean, when he won I mean, the Champagne Stakes in the world, and Old. But anyway, beyond real world. But um, listen, he should. He should have been running in races like the Eclipse, even though he probably wouldn't win them. But why not try him out? Like we was talking off air, there's also well, going, you're running
2: in the fucking John Smith's Cup, for fuck's sake. Well yeah, well, 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 well why, not? Mean, why off, not? He probably pissed
3: the John Smith's
1: Cup after I wind up. Every Cecil had also yeah. one's called Royal Anthem that was supposed to be the next coming of Jesus and it kept failing at short prices and it was gonna win every classic in the world and no killer instinct it was called. And that ended up running in the John Smiths after all the classics. He couldn't win that even. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, a pretty sad story.
2: Nice Samuel story Samuel.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was the same owner. He was one of the Arabs, but it was, one of, it was he only also owned uh, he owned American Pharaoh, Um and he had Royal Anthem his which won the Irish Champion. It was a green and white stripe colours. I can't remember the name of the, of the owner. But... Uh, I,
2: the, one of the fellas who had the fucking letters on their silks.
1: Probably. But anyway, Chinde. imagine have...
2: and on Sunday with Deco. <laughs> That's
1: like. Yeah, it'd be great. This is much more his level, isn't it, Chinde? Um, group it's two. Beck, he's a professional sort of loser when the money's down. He probably should have won at Epsom, but he hung in on the Canberra. I was there that day. He just hated the track. Uh, Frankie got a good tune out of Magellan and pinched the race, and Mutasarbek sort of finished without really being given a ride because. Crowley was probably worried about ending up on that bus that's uh the double the red deck. Yeah, the double deck at the, sun, at the furlong pole. But um yeah. but he, the same problem happened at the Sandland, didn't it, behind lights on? Uh it was another unlucky gate race where he sort of flew on, didn't get the gaps. I just wonder whether he's one which just takes too long to get going. But Chind is a proper mile, like a proper miler at group one level where he's been running in races like the Guinea's St James's Palace. What? We just think he should be stepped up because when you he go back to a moiler,
2: this fella. Well, he's fed well, of... him over the mile and six, for fuck's sake.
1: <laughs> then, you know, crying out, he's not a proper moiler. Well, he's forms over proper mile races.
2: What are you interrupting?
1: What we're trying to say is when they ran the St. James Palace last year, him, him and Poet Fair were the best two turning, traveling in. He just gets out of pace because he needs to step up, but. At Group Two level, it's a lot more calmer waters for him. Uh, yeah Modern News when a Spring Cup. He's 4 to 1. Very, very consistent. You're probably going to get a run out of your money, but shouldn't be good enough to beat you. My Oberon, I think, is too short purely because of the Haggis factor. uh I think, won a Britannia last year. um I couldn't really fancy him here. Tactical should have run, should have run in the them over six. What is that? I don't know why they're running it over a mile. Um, so I don't fancy <laughs> him. Uh, it by default, and they should still step him up in trip.
2: Are you fucking going for of Chindic? I
1: am as well. i down for the fucking win.
2: Let's remember, all last season we were saying he needs to step up. And then at the start of the season, I think Andy was like, oh, well, they might be just running them in here for it, you know. Just to ease him up and trip, I really, still, yeah. uh, he's, he's really good. Shit. It's 30 fucking
3: degrees out, yeah, the flies are swarming into the gap, and he's still running over a mile. Yeah, but the, the thing is with, with Chinda, I know he's still running over a mile, and I'd much rather him over 10 furlongs. But which horse in here is going to beat him over a mile? Which horse right. in here is going to it's replicate the one that he's shown? Which horse would him? have
1: finished third in the lockage in front of him? Well, there's none in here bit, like you know over
3: on Parado and Modern News were riding each other at, at Windsor like literally finished within the neck of each other like they're, they're not they're not group horses well they are they're probably group horses they're not they're not in chindit's class um, and and they, you know best lightning crisis oh, he's like England he oh,
2: you made a case for Inspiral to be beaten earlier and now you're saying chindit will win whatever race he wants over the mile <laughs> Yeah, like, but there, you see believe, there's, there's I'm not saying that believe. I'm saying there's pace in, in here. Spireland, like there's Inspiral would win that race thinking she's going to the start on football. Yeah, but Inspiral's not and, in this race because it's And you think Chinde can do what he wants over the mile now.
3: Well, he can do what he wants against these fuckers. Like the, you name a horse in here that, that could replicate the form that he has mile. And he
2: actually, you know, you just put a line through Epsom and he wasn't beaten that far. You know, he was a, he was a neck behind modern news. Bigger price in modern news, he's going to turn the tables there. He just didn't enjoy Epsom, so you have to be giving him another chance. Um, he's the only one really like modern news probably has my Oberon covered, like he, he gave my Oberon three pounds their levels today. But Chinda is not a moiler, we know he's not a moiler. Like, you get the ground right, you have to get the trip right, then as well. Like, you know, yeah. they're more important than getting the fucking jockey right.
3: Muta Sabeck has two and a half lengths to find on Chinda on the celebration mile run from last August. I don't see where that's coming ah, from. That's a fucking year to go, man. It's not, it's last August. They both ran over a mile and every start since Chinda's had a bigger RPR. Yeah, I,
2: know,
3: so I don't see how that's going to gonna, how was gonna turn the tables time. tomorrow I or on Saturday. I've
2: having Chinda over a mile, the horse absolutely crying out before that. I, like, looking back at Epsom today, Steve said it like he he was like what was he, he, was, he was a neck behind Modern News and he didn't even try because hanging he was hanging and he wasn't enjoying it. So he's himby. That means he's my Oberon on B, and he only has to beat this horse cry now for twelve furlongs. I I would keep
3: a kidney to see Chinda at ten or twelve furlongs, but in this field, he's the best horse in the race, and I don't think it's even close. No, I, think I genuinely gonna, don't. I, I think he's gonna like. He might. He might need to get ca- cajoled along, but he's gonna be well on top of the line. I he's be doing it,
2: his it, best if a horse run at the wrong trip, you have to take him on. You have to take a horse on run at the wrong trip. He should be but six to four, not five. It's to it's, it's actually totally. The, it's not like it's totally the wrong trip. It's not. He's not a miler. He's crying over further. It's not like you know when you have a horse who who can. He's eight to ten. He's just like. The, the problem said, is that he keeps, running, know, he keeps running
1: well over a mile without troubling the, the judge. You are? He keeps, traveling, he keeps running well over a mile at the top level without troubling the judge. That's the problem. Yeah. And he stepped so, down, he stepped, you know, he's
2: stepping down in grade. He's like, uh, I know, but has, when's the last time he won a race? He won a race in um, March. Season when, I, when I was against him. March! In the national
3: hunt season! for. <laughs> he won at Donny, the first started
0: it
2: the first ah, uh, oh, first oh, time yeah. over a mile yeah and then he's been in place in march and march and fucking he, October
0: That's he basically beat really nothing at Doncaster first run did the full, no, full, well, full look, I, I,
2: I agree with I agree with everything
3: you're saying but there's there's no horse in this race to my to my knowledge I could be wrong maybe tactical as a two year old um or, or even
2: my Oberon, possibly. I I don't think so. Well, but I there's no... The, 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 German like, is, the German horse are probably outrun his odds. Like, he could be improving. And he's just been disregarded there. Now, I wouldn't be suggesting... Yeah, but
3: the, the Germans need middle distance. Like,
2: the the German race is over a mile. Are you having fucking... in your head? Like, Rocky Janney's a seven four long horse. He doesn't... You, you couldn't put him into a fucking... Ha- a mile and a half race and he just win it. Like, they do produce horses who's you know... Over a mile. Like, Chinda, he needs the middle distance. Like, you're contradicting yourself now. No,
1: we're not. Just, no, we're
3: just saying, I No, I'm saying, I would say, if Chinda wants to win a group one at, at any level, it's going to have to be over middle distances. But there's not a group one horse in this field. And Chinda is not a million miles off group one class of the mile. There's no other horse in there
2: that can replicate that. No, come here. The mile division is, some of the races have been piss poor. They've been absolutely <laughs> pissed poor. Like, Aid is, is probably a proper A4-long horse now, but he's had absolutely nothing to beat. Like, he's just been swatting the Messiah. He, he beat Palace Pier
1: last year. What horse in this, race? Horse in this no. race
2: will get within three lengths of Palace Pier? I think it must have in Palace Pier. Now, hang on. Yeah. I, I say this every week. If you go to that October meeting and ask, oh, yeah, clutch that. Oh, that's
0: right. not that. that this was at Deauville the in August.
2: The periods have gone back to that. You are? Know? that? That 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 form is at Deauville in August, man. Oh, in France, I
3: always
1: put a line <laughs> <laughs> I <want> to fucking <laughs> I put a fucking run. Andy, Andy,
2: just ignore my freak sounds in a pocket. <laughs> <moment. laughs> Another thing I say every week I always just put a line to the runs in France. Okay. That's why I have the pen on me.
0: <laughs> really, I think we've I kind of.
2: Mutusabek wins this.
0: I think we've kind of covered that race quite substantially. Everyone's <laughs> forgot
2: what we fancy.
0: Yeah, so Declan is on. <laughs> Go on, Declan
2: Declan's De- 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 on Chindi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chindi won't be beaten here now. Absolutely, he's yeah. losing <laughs> it.
0: Declan's on Mutusabek. I'm on Mutusabek.
2: What's his name? Mutusabek. Yeah, that him. Yeah.
0: Mutusabek.
2: Yeah, that bit's not what he used to be.
0: No, my man's getting <laughs> better. Steve I'm and, right be reason, and Andrew are both with Chindit this week. For,
3: for the record, though, I just let's say for the record, I went into studying this race trying to get Chindit B, but he's by a fucking mile the best horse in the race. Like, it's like he's the only Group One horse in the race. Mm. Like he literally is. Like, if you want to say my Oberon is for running third in a shy Group One at the start of last year, go ahead. But Chindit's the only borderline group one horse in this race in my opinion
0: Right, right we'll be moving on from that race now to our final race that we're going to be covering it which is the group John one
2: horse over three miles. <laughs> with a lot of hurdles there
3: <laughs> He might be you might sire a stairs turtle in, her, in, her, in his in his <laughs> well, well that would be interesting wouldn't the, it the, the horse they kept at a mile
2: yeah for
3: for what
0: it
3: for what it's worth I think Chinda would make a really good stadium. He's by Wooden Bassett, who's a kind of a sire at the moment. And the dam is from the family of Motivator. Right? And that's why I can't understand why they won't go to fucking 10 furlongs. Like, the dam is literally from the family of a really, really good Epsom Derby winner. And they won't go to 10 furlongs. But anyway, we, we continue about that for, for a while. Who was while.
1: second to Motivator in a derby?
3: Oh, you put me on the spot here. <laughs> um, was it Aiden?
1: You love him. He's the old... Um... Michael Tabor star of star of uh, National Anthems.
3: Walking the no, it's not Mike. It's not walking the park. He was third.
1: He was, was it walking the, the park? Was walking the park? Yeah. I, I, I thought he was third. He could, you got me doubting myself now. Let me check.
0: <laughs> you better check it out, then, boys. Who the I check
1: that now?
3: I could have sworn out of right walking the park was, was third, but anyway. Yeah
0: gurney got it right walking in the park in the comments there brian mccann still telling us our perfect power is going to win this week you're
3: right he he pissed all over walking the park the bowie bowie was turned holy jesus
0: right this next race we're going to look at now boys is the john smith's cup handicap it's a class two over one mile two and a half furlongs it's wide open wide wide open this one um i know that Steve, you've already mentioned one here and it's one it's the number one horse isn't it certain lad is that your pick
1: yeah i'm not going to go into much detail I just we all know these also we've been back in probably half of this field over the last few years on and off but you get another race week another whole haggis also that's probably too short than it should be the yards obviously on fire they always
2: win in july i've had chance
0: yeah yeah
1: the only thing about the Haggis horses at Yorkie is his favorite track. He loves it, and he always tries to win this. And the e boys, is all right. The ones he publicly talks about wanting to win, but um, loads of professional losers, isn't there? Caradoc owes me a fortune, yeah. <laughs> um, Owen Burroughs also is interesting, and Matt, uh, fact, it's making a it seasonal reappearance is interesting. I yeah. uh, see a quid for it during the week as well. I'm not sure if anyone on the weekend is stuck up. I've not read it this week, but you got cool specials
0: like
1: La La Trinidad, or La Trinidad. however you want to prance? Right, yeah, La he's Trinidad. A, he's a seven furlong to a mile. This is going to be his first at a mile and a quarter, I think. So, um, that's interesting. I don't want to try that. Just fine. He was he was poorly ridden at Ascot. He's not the fastest of horses uh, from the start. yard. Yeah, he needs to have plenty of use made of him. Um, he went too slow in that race at Candleford one. Um what else was I looking at? Um I'm just looking at the one I like I like a certain lad of uh, Mick Shannon's. Um he was second to Sinjar in this race two years ago. Um about eight stone twelve. He's obviously carrying a lot more weight this time, but he's getting five pounds taken off by George Bass. His seasonal reappearance after a little injury, he was he was second to Solid Stone at Chester. Uh, third in that race was Magellan who then won Epsom. Magellan didn't run, didn't act at Chester, so I'm not gonna sort of class that as he, he wants also... order. Say. he he wants, yeah, what well, wants... a funny thing is he hated the track, but yet he won at Epsom. It was a weird one that day, like, maybe oh, no,
2: it was, just... was Forder at Epsom. He wants,
1: no, yeah. it, was, it was less. I sorry,
2: sorry, forgot that completely. Wrong. He wants to come back, he wants about a, more, a little over like.
1: He was well beaten before the bend anyway, so I don't think the distance come into it. But anyway, McGowan's come out and won a group three. Uh, Majestic Dawn went and won a listed race at Newbury. Certainly that was at Ascot where he had traffic problems. He sort of came through and then he sort of died late on. I was a little bit worried that maybe he bounced, but um, I'm not too sure. But he's his from two years ago, he then steps up into group races. He was he runs second in the, the roads of Lancaster Stakes at Haydock. And he also won a listed race somewhere, which is, my notes have gone tits up. But he's twenty; he's a 22-1 to one show anyway, and um, he goes well on the course. He likes to be up in the van, and uh, I say this about York quite a lot. If, you get, if, you, if you're sort of up there at York and you're travelling well and you go on, it takes a hell of a lot for one to come through the field and catch you. And um, there's quite a lot of old up horses in this race. So I just think 22-1, is a little bit of value, uh, having a bit each way on him.
0: Thanks very much, Stephen. Andrew, come to you next. That's well, a bit of a ballsy selection,
3: Steve. Um, you actually, you kind of um, mentioned my lad. Um, it's actually Lad Trinidad. And I, I'm not sure it's the fact that he's a York specialist. It's just that the fact that, I don't know, maybe the, I'm, not sure the, the I'm not sure if the owners are local or or whatever, but he seems to always run at York. He had his hope virtually his whole campaign last year and even this year uh, campaigned around York he was re- he was really unlucky at Epsom like he, he I thought he was going to I actually thought he was going to win, the, win that race and he didn't seem to get a gap and with the camber you're not sure if a horse is unlucky at Epsom or if he just you know if he if he didn't kind of handle the track well enough to go through the gap if that makes sense um, it can always be a bit of both, but he did shape like 10 furlongs as well. Where to try and he just run over it once, he was six or 14 at York, of all yeah. But that was that was at a that was as a much younger horse, like he's a five yeah. year old now.
1: Is that a um, high around there? So there's every chance he's bite your breath, but
3: high around yeah. side, yeah, exactly. Like he was he, he tried that at the end of his three year old career, he's now a five year old, as you said, he's he's shaped last time out as if he wanted 10 furlongs. He's out of a high chaparral mare. The bait of breath wouldn't give you much confidence, but the way he's ran and, and the experience he has under his belt now, um, he knows the time of day. He shouldn't be keen. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this was the race he was trained for. Like it's a really, really nice pot. The winner takes home over a hundred thousand pounds. Like it's a, it's a, it's a pot that you should really be
2: yeah, yeah. you
3: should be like this is the one race like i know trainers complain about prize money this and that but this is if you have a fucking middle distance handicapper this is the race you should be training your horse to the absolute peak for like th- this is what you should be aiming them at. you should get group horses
2: near you, running, you
3: absolutely right? should get group horses, especially if you if you have a gelding if you like if you have a gelding like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, like that's why certain lad is in here. Top weight of one hundred and seven, a six-year-old gelding. Why would you run the listed race for 30 grand when you could take yeah, exactly. your chance in a? Exactly, you know, like that's that's why. Like, they're not going to be. You're not. You're not trying to protect them for a stole career. You're trying their, You know. I trying to run it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, you should. Rush, like, if you had a horse, just enter them. Like, and, why is my definition not in this? Because the cons fucking never gone to win a race yeah but like <laughs> you can make and, and like there was a there was a premier handicap tonight at leopard sound the winner had fifty nine thousand to the winner uh jungle Cove won the race jesse harrington like that only attracted 12 i don't even yeah 13 runners that should be a full field no, like because clear, it's on a thursday evening
2: clear, but just on that I, I look i know he comes from a big breeding operation so it's not going to happen but Let's say he's with another trainer, high definition. You know, I know we've slagged him like he wants three miles, four miles. You know, he should be running in the Pardew Beaker, but he he has run well over 10 furlongs How would he
3: run? He'd be a lot they, better as a gelding, I'd say, as well. Like, if, if Aidan O'Brien took a... If Kilmore took a leaf out of Godolphin's book and, and went stallion blocking with geldings instead of their mares, like, God knows, like, some of the some of the colts that they had... I like I know a lot of them go to stud, but a lot of them don't. Like Broom probably will go to stud. I don't think well, he's going go to make much. interest. you can, stud, though, you know, yeah, like, no,
2: they will, well, they can. Like they, they the you, can, but like, yeah. they can, you know, but like not every horse can go to stud. Like you
3: know, the, what are the, like at at that level? They they will find a place at stud. It mightn't be in Ireland, England, France, Germany, etc., but they will find a place at fucking Turkey kazakhstan anywhere like there there's a lot of breeding operations around the world but send them to the moon soon yeah exactly yeah exactly yeah yeah covering fucking craters but like yeah
2: you know there is there is
3: always places yeah, what were the little
2: pink guys called? remember them remember the little pink guys in the moon what were they called from, from ah, which put it yeah. in the comments remember the little pink lads up in the moon well they're gonna be getting rode by horses soon what the little, remember the little pink lads
0: Little pink lads on the moon.
2: Little pink lads on the moon. Do you remember the...
0: Moomins?
2: What were they called? Hang fucking on. No idea. Hang on. So many... The Moomins now. wasn't The Moomins. It was I thought Moomins. <laughs> the How do you tell was it, was it The Clangers?
0: Clangers? Oh, do
2: you remember the little pink lads did on the moon? The clangers, <laughs> the clangers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It, I they know. just made, they just
3: made noises. The clangers. Yeah. Oh, you, say, you say, you say, you say, you say, say, you, 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 say, say you gonna you get sent up there and go fucking ride them all, isn't he?
0: Declan's <laughs> Google search history: the little pink men that live on the moon.
2: <laughs> I, like, I got it. I got it before <laughs> they. I had to search. Oh you <laughs> know Those were the teletubbies. <laughs> well, Andy, more definitions on the way. They're making a lot more noise. <laughs> Very good. No, but well, as I as I was saying, um, the soup dragon
3: won't
2: know what's going on. <laughs> what's <in> that soup
3: <laughs> I'm gonna cut my losses now before I start talking about the clangers getting ridden by high definition, but I'll be later in that.
2: And
0: hell. Declan, have you got a selection for this?
2: I do, yeah. Um look there's three I like, but there's one I'm quite keen on. Um I'll come to him last. Steve mentioned Caradoc. Uh, he he won here in twenty nineteen and he's not raced here since July twenty nineteen. He did go close to Goodwill off this mark last July. Um his farm is not bad and it's it's pre pandemic, you know. So uh, I I definitely think he's a decent chance. Um good birthday. Good birthday's back down to his last win in the mark. Uh, Did you have a good birthday, birthday so. I'm still enjoying it. Still. <laughs>
3: and, it was Dec's birthday week for anyone that didn't get there. It, my time. it, it,
2: it was my birthday on Monday. I was 28 again. And, <laughs> um, yeah, sure. The uncle is away. The uncle is away, my man, down on holiday. So we've been out every night. I had to stay in tonight to do the podcast. And I'm off the go the hotel's booked. So, you know, we're number four on the ballot tomorrow. <laughs> Hopefully we get into the race Well We're number four on the ballot and, and Ross actually has another one in it Who's going to come out So we need three to come out So we've got a good chance of getting in And uh, if we did go in With be off the we Hotels booked Monday's booked off work So Happy uh, days I'm having Happy a weekend What a Sunday having, It's like having a free gap at the envelope away I know we yeah. only seven But I'd be You know It's a bit You know you're having parties you don't want me to know <laughs> like i'm hoping nothing's broke when he comes home Be tidying the house when coming home it's like your man dad in a way anyway
0: uh-huh.
2: good birthday back down to his last win in mark uh, and it was actually over this trip so and it might be the last time he ran over this trip so um the, the stars are aligned and good birthday's in off 91 but actually quite keen on force View. you like you went up six pounds for the leicester win but he's stepping up to four lines here and he's open to any amount of improvement uh, and there's a three pound climber booked as well I'd be quite keen on Force you
0: I love uh Saeed horses at York I really think he targets them really well in these big handicaps at York and he did win well at Leicester I was looking at that myself deck Stefano's a, a decent jockey, good three pound climber. uh yeah Nice each way, shout the deck. I like that too. Uh, so it's first who look said each way? who said each way. I, I wouldn't be each back way. each way, Chris. Oh, sorry, <laughs> that I'm I will each way, but you can. If you don't want to be. <laughs> um, first view for deck, Andy is with La Trinidad, and yeah, Stephen is with certain lad. I'm with the winner, yeah, You're with the winner. Okay, interesting.
2: Oh, really big bollocks. <laughs>
0: Right, any weekend selections, boys. Any weekend selections. Andy's already tantalized us with one next best. So we may as well come to Andy first. He's gonna give us his nap.
3: Yeah, well, like it, it's I'm just repeating last week. Well what what was what was my nap last week? Yeah, you know. You right. yeah. yeah, no, hello. Hello, Jennifer. fucking you. Yeah, hello, you're close enough actually saying you're personal. is hello Jamaira. Um uh, look, she's she's in a nine to two shot uh, Friday at Ascot four o'clock. Philly's only handicap for uh, it's three 0 plus, not eighty five. Um, it's actually it's a drop on what she was supposed to contest at Haydock on Saturday. She came out because of the ground. Um, as I said, it's a it's a much easier task. I think she's well handicapped on her three runs. She won on debut, fifth in the Yorkshire Oaks. She had to give a, a decent cold weight. Uh, on her next start at haydock she's by golden horn out of an authorized mare so I, I think that you're going to see a hell of a lot more improvement as time goes on Um i think she's going to get further than this i think she's going to improve and with her trajectory and looking at her pedigree i think she's going to be a black type filly in time and you're getting ah. 92 five to one uh, well last week you were getting 12 16 to 1 but it was a much tougher race and the yard won the race anyway I think Chris you gave a good shout yeah. to the winner. Yeah. Um I I just think that this filly is going to be very useful. Um and at this trip against her own sex with the weight that she's getting off this particular mark I think she's going to be really hard to beat. So it's going to be her and Romantic Proposal are going to be my two flag bearers this week but I I really fancy her to go in uh,
0: Friday, ask our four o'clock. Cheers, buddy. Hello, Ste- Hello, Stephen.
1: One of my track rules is in that swoon. Uh, hell of a lot of weight. Um, yeah, no, I'll follow around on that because he was really confident last week. So, nine to two, I'll be throwing that <laughs> one in. Can't
2: fucking take, you can't you to do what I want.
1: Let
3: him do what he likes. I'll take that. I'll take the confidence. <laughs>
1: I'm going, throw, I'm going to throw the two-miler in, chinned it. I think five to <laughs> two. <laughs> two a few fucking
2: obstacles. Out. I'll give you young you Hello,
1: Jamira. Chinned it, five to two. Uh, New London. It was second. changed change of the guard running in the handicap at Newmarket. And, what time, say? Uh, One fifty, I believe it is. Uh, Friday, Saturday. Tomorrow, tomorrow uh, New London. Friday. And um, I've stuck Naval Crown up for value purposes, but I, I'm going to throw perfect power into the Yankee because I think with luck I think he'll beat them but um, that's my four hello Jamera, Chindit new London and perfect power
0: come to deck next Dex you want to touch on this national um, tomorrow at Kilbadden because it does look a nice race it is a nice race yeah
2: that'd be a grade one in Britain um,
3: yeah, fucking one, yeah down for a now. shower
2: Come here, it's, it's a nice race. Uh, I, I didn't get really stuck into it because there, there's there's too much racing on the weekend. So I was trying to get through as much as possible. But the Cardies is, you know... Now, I know he, lung- he jumps like a fucking snooker table. But, you know, the fences wouldn't be overly big at the begging. Uh, now, you're, you're turning constantly, but it's, it's actually his first time in a handicap. So... It, it could be well handicapped, we just don't know. Um but well, I, I haven't got stuck into the race. It's usually a great night at Cobegan. It's a bit early yeah. this year. I thought it was usually uh the Friday of the Billers' holidays, so you'd be getting, you know, a big big party atmosphere. But look, I'd imagine it's it's quite busy tonight. Oh, I'm gonna be quite yeah. busy
0: tomorrow, I know. But I've actually um The big lens looks one tailor made for it, won it last year off of big break. Yeah, look, Freewheel and Dylan's in there as well, you know. know. Um,
2: like he's won it before. Uh, Mm Um, he's probably improved since he won it. He ran quite well in the, you know, he ran quite well for a long, long time on entry in the national, and he Mm -hmm. probably just didn't stay. Yeah, he he absolutely loved it. Uh, he won an Irish national. He loved summer ground. Um. Look, it it's a really, really competitive race. And, yeah, you know, we're, we're we're probably living in um the golden age for Jason in Ireland at the moment, and yeah. I'm not joking. A lot of them be running in grade ones in Britain. Battler and probably definitely would. Um, oh, but, if Steve's
0: uh, not falling asleep, Birchdale's running in this race too, Steve.
2: Yeah, look, there's another one, there. what, what Henry has one in there I think is a as a good chance. Of, look, it's very, very competitive. It's um, great, yeah. It, it is, like it's fucking July in Kilbegan, Kilbegan's a dog track, like and you have all these horses turning up, that's how good jump racing is in Ireland at the moment, but I actually don't, I, I, none of mine were in that race, I do have five, kind of, and um, the, the first one, Chinks of Light, I've spoken about him on here before, but he's running in a beginner's chase tomorrow at Kilbegan at 7.20, He's a really, really nice horse. He wanted a decent maiden before moving to John McConnell. He was pulled up in his horse race for John McConnell, but I think he got injured. Uh, he was off for a good while, but he came back and he's won twice since. Uh, I thought he was going to make a lovely chaser, but the girl lives around the corner and actually rides out for John. And I met her a couple of weeks ago, and I was just asked about him. She said he's like a kind of pony. he'll never jump a fence. Well, here he is going, Benson now. I think he's a really, really nice horse. Um, his favourite tomorrow, he's about 2-1, to one, but I think he'll win it. Um, A20 in the bumper state of honour has been quite consistent in bumpers. And, you know, I, I, I think he'd go one better tomorrow. It's probably not as competitive as the bumpers that he, he's ran in. Uh, the same owner has State of Fame at 6.35. He's returning to Maiden Company, having ran quite well in a handicap. It doesn't look the deep as the Maidens, uh, and he probably has a decent chance to get off the mark. He was well punted when he won a bumper at Sligo last year. Uh, if he doesn't win tomorrow, put him in your tracker. Uh, he is going to win soon, but you know, it doesn't look too deep, but I think he could win that Maiden tomorrow. At Cork then 535 champagne problem she was very highly thought of in tom Tafts. she's moved from tom's to willie's when tom handed in his license she is a bumper winner she was way too keen on her debut for willie in a maiden hurdle the hood is on again she definitely needs it but you'd imagine like that was a good while ago now you'd imagine you know with what willie can do that she's gonna be a lot more settled um, but he's, she's, put Taff,
0: he's put Pat on again hasn't he
2: yeah well Tom Taft still owns um, yeah. oh yeah no problem so Pat's been put up but Pat's uh, probably you know he, he's improved a good bit um, but she was very highly tough she's very very talented she has her issues but uh, if Willie's got the better of them she should win tomorrow and then York tomorrow the 2.40 the Summer States. Uh, Zane Claudette, like I've spoken about her a good bit. I put her up for the Commonwealth Cup. She'd been off for a long, long time when she was nine. She didn't run too badly at all. Um, she is a louder winner. I, I think she's a really, really good animal. I think she's a good chance. Lotus is, is favourite, but I think she's the beat in the
0: flowers. Thanks very much. Quite a few, though, to, to tickle our taste buds. Yeah,
2: I think Steve had his hand up there. Did he think he's in scale again? He wants to talk
1: about the does he? No, I just remember the pre-John the pre Pratt is at Deauville on Sunday. It's a good race. Yeah, it's a good um, race, um,
3: yeah.
1: Mm. Lucille
2: going have one in there, does he? Oh.
3: Yeah, New Energy's going to run, yeah. It'll be oh, yeah.
2: yeah. a good race to watch. Lucille. we family. probably
1: thought, should have won the St. James's Palace if uh, Pet Dogs hadn't opened a rail up for Karabas. Tenebra's Mandy was talking about it running against his spiral. This is obviously where they're going to go. They're dropping it. Yeah, it makes down. sense. Yeah, the new energy. There was nothing travelling better than that swinging in at Ascot, was there? So definitely a good race to watch. Yeah, future I, reference to the Sussex Stakes. Obviously, I'm really also, excited
3: about Lucille. I, I think he's a proper like I I, I think he's got he hasn't got as the credit he deserves this season. He's done. He's like, even in his whole career, he hasn't done a whole lot wrong. Like um, he got a lot think,
1: traffic in the two thousand guineas, didn't he?
3: Yeah, well, like he he won, he won the July Stakes, which was the race obviously won today uh, by the same yard um, with the um, oh my god, oh. mail me out here, uh, the winner today, the, the Persian Euro Force, race, Persian yeah. Force, yeah, um, and then he won the Jim Crack with a penalty, and then the Champagne Stakes wasn't run to suit because it was running a crawl, and. Yeah,
1: I was you unfair. I didn't that. think he was a marler. I got that wrong
3: totally. Well, yeah, neither did I. But like he was beating a length and a half of perfect power. Was ran six to fifteen in the Guineas, but wasn't beating far at all, and ran into traffic problems and was only beating ahead in the James's Palace. And I think if he look, I'm I don't like criticizing jockeys, but I think if Pat Dobbs had a little bit more confidence, he would have nicked that James's Palace. I don't know
2: what the No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think I think he would have I think he would have nicked that if, if if he'd committed about a hundred yards earlier, I think LaSalle wins that James's palace. Mm. Um and I'm not saying he was the best horse in the race that day, but he was in the position to win that race in my sure, opinion. And
1: we wouldn't be talking about Majelun being unlucky, would we?
3: No, no, not at all. But um I, look I think the Jean Pratt if you're coming down and trip, um and the horse has done a very in my opinion, has done very little wrong this season. In finishing second in James Palace and six in the Guineas, you would have a very good chance in that Group One.
0: Cheers, boys! Um, There's obviously the Oaks and the Derby in Belmont at the weekend. We should have got Caitlin on to maybe to talk about a little bit about this, but <sighs> the,
2: really the concert
0: halls over there, like in... yeah, time. She's
3: she's hitting quick ground because she's had a
0: Garth Garth, Garth with the moonlights and uh she probably um, is. I, I think I
2: like,
3: fucking she'll death. Wait until you see her now, wait until you see her on quick round. And, and if, goes, if 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 the season that she's had hasn't taken its toll on her, she'll pay
2: stuff. I know but, we thought she didn't stay, but I think she gets fucking any trip. She just she doesn't strike as a non stayer, right?
3: Like. I, I think they've I just hope they haven't gone to the well too many times, or if they if she didn't run that pretty poly, I would have napped her. Um, because that was like she was never going to yard in that soft ground, and, and the pedigree screams this type of ground. I, mean, I just wish they'd if they campaigned her in, in the US, she'd win as many grade ones she wanted over there. She
2: just needs good well, ground. Joseph's opening a satellite yard, yeah.
0: Again. yeah, he is, isn't it? Yeah,
2: he wants that
0: and then obviously in the derby we've got three runners as well we've got royal patronage nation pride and Stone Age in there what is that Chris that's uh, Saturday, uh 12, night, 12 10 past 12 sorry 10 past 12 minutes past 10.
3: Mm, yeah that'll no, be like that I think Age be interesting in um you know coming well yeah coming back and trip from the Derby but like I was almost laughed out of town saying that he should have been in the pre jockey club yeah. after his, like his Leopardstown win. Like, he didn't look like he wanted 12 furlongs. He beat I before the two pole as well, wasn't he? Well beat. Yeah, that be, yeah he just didn't. He, he's a 10 furlong horse. He's quick. Um, he just he just strengthened up. I don't think he like he needed that trip. He just strengthened up. And um, I think maybe the form that he showed over longer distances than usual as a two year old might have just maybe field connections a little bit, but I think he would have ended up in the French dairy if Luxembourg stayed sound.
2: i'm having a game this Brian?
0: Yeah, get Declan at tennis. What did you say then? State no I was just looking
1: at, was just like thinking out loud. Right. Yeah, go crack on.
0: Oh. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the end. Then that's how we cracked on. We've cracked on and we finished. Good luck to Declan and CK and Dan at Sligo on Sunday.
2: Wow, look, I hope he survived the ballot tomorrow, first yeah.
3: of all. I, I think he will. I think he'll comfortably with it's that.
2: Fucking, yeah. it's, that's how hard it is to win a race in Ireland. You've survived the fucking ballot, first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so you,
3: you can call this episode The Clangers on on uh, yeah, a Spotify.
0: Like the Funny enough, I was talking to some people from my work earlier before I came on, they were all talking about Teletubbies, and then Steve mentioned Teletubbies before, and it's like, Jesus, it's like we never... not not spoken about Teletubbies for years. So still no, true. What's that, what's that call when something just happens? and Why They had
3: that, that dodgy girl with, a... with the
2: handbag. What, we're we talking about Teletubbies here you now? Yeah. i yeah. like, yeah,
0: fucking out of paid, I was having on DVD. <laughs> 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 anyway... Jesus
2: Christ. <laughs> but I Coincidence, a coincidence is the word you're looking for, I think. <laughs> he
1: said what, what's the word? I mean it's probably a coincidence. What was the name of the one with the handbag? A dipsy. Poe. La la Poe, I don't
3: know. Tony Toby. Toby's handbag. Here we go.
0: Oh my god, seriously.
3: Right, right oh, no, there. yeah, it was it was Tinky Winky. Tinky Winky that
0: Demo That's
1: quite worrying that you knew so quick. <laughs>
0: He watches it every day.
3: Was well, Tinky Winky a girl? All right, I'm going into uh, Twitter. Yeah. Twitter. No, need... Google tinky rabbit. He was a filly, wasn't she? He <laughs> it was a filly. Yeah. What's the name yeah,
2: of that yeah. horse? That Hanlon horse, was it? We'll get high
0: tinky definition winky, over yeah.
2: there to Wiggy. Tinky, winky. Yeah. tinky,
0: tinky winky. winky, yeah, was it. Sorry, not Tinky, tinky winky. winky. Sorry, tinky yeah. winky. Right, we'll wrap it up there, boys. Uh Thanks for a good night. Thanks for the chat. Uh Cheers, Back buddy. again next week. Uh Yeah, take it easy. Have a have a good weekend. And we'll see you all again. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Cheers.
2: Later.